Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. Hey, remember how 20 years ago I switched to Progressive? Well, now it's the future, and I used all those savings to buy this new hologram phone. Because, you know, it's the future, and everything is holograms now. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Hello again, friends. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with you today for a Gamecock baseball report. Gamecock great Kip Balknight has another commitment today. He'll be back with us on the GCR podcast later this week as we take a look ahead to the weekend series against Wright State. But a couple of midweek games for South Carolina. In fact, the Gamecock's playing five games this week, and we're going to talk about it with you today. And we're going to recap this uh, season opening series against UNC Greensboro, a series in which the Gamecocks uh, played in front of beautiful weather, big crowd at Founders Park, and the Gamecocks took the first two games of the series against UNCG, but then dropped Game 3, and that's where we'll start today's discussion here on Gamecock Central Radio. South Carolina opened the season on Friday of last week with a 7-1 to win over UNC Greensboro, and it was junior right-handed pitcher Clark Schmidt working six and two-thirds innings, gave up just three hits and one run. It was a solo home run that he allowed in the fourth inning. Schmidt struck out three and walked two, and it was the Gamecocks getting things started right away to open the season on Friday. In the bottom of the first inning, T.J. Hopkins doubled the right. Alex Destino scored him on an RBI single through the right side, and then it was not one, not two, but three wild pitches by UNC Greensboro starter Jack Maynard that played at Destino. So the Gamecocks scored two runs in the first inning of the season opener on Friday. The Gamecocks would add four more in the fourth, one in the fifth, and beat UNC Greensboro 7-1. The UNCG run came on a solo home run in the fourth inning. Hopkins went 3-4 for four at the plate for the Gamecocks. Two doubles, two runs scored, and two RBIs for the sophomore center fielder. And the Gamecocks also got a very solid day from sophomore left fielder Danny Blair from Bel Air, Maryland. Three hits in the ballgame, a run scored, and a run knocked in. Blair would go on to have a big weekend for the Gamecocks. He hit ninth in the lineup on Friday, and it was a sellout crowd at Founders Park for this uh, day game Friday afternoon. So Clark Schmidt got the win for South Carolina, and it was senior reliever Coley Bowers, a product of Lexington High School, working two and a third innings in relief, gave up just one hit and struck out four. Bowers appeared in seven games last year for the Gamecocks and had two starts, so he was the reliever, and he closed it out Friday, a 7-1 to South Carolina victory. Seven runs, 11 hits, no errors for the Gamecocks. One run, four hits, no errors for UNCG. So the season opener was a success for Chad Holbrook's ball club, and the two teams met again at Founders Park on Saturday. And it was Gamecock junior Will Crow making his first appearance in a Gamecock uniform since 2015. The right-hander struck out seven in five scoreless innings of work, gave up just three hits and one walk. And the Gamecocks got multi-hit ball games from Danny Blair, Alex Destino, Jacob Olson, sophomore from Monroe, Georgia, and Justin Rowe, junior from Laverne, California. Senior right-hander Reed Scott pitched four innings of relief, gave up just one run on two hits, struck out three, and earned his first save of the season. South Carolina scored one run in the third, three in the fifth, and one in the eighth, and it was a 5-1 to one South Carolina victory over UNC Greensboro. So the Gamecocks had taken the first two of this weekend series to open the season. 
And the two teams came back out on Sunday, and it was just a wild ball game on Sunday. A pitcher's duel, to say the least. Gamecock starter Adam Hill, 7-0 and a year ago as a freshman for the Gamecocks, worked seven innings full, gave up just one hit. One hit ball in seven innings of work for Adam Hill. Did give up one run. It was an unearned run. Hill struck out four and walked two. And then Josh Reagan came in and worked the final two innings, did not allow a hit or a run, struck out three and walked one. But UNC Greensboro scored an unearned run in the third inning of this ball game. They got a walk, they stole second, runner took third on a passed ball, and then scored on a ground out to first base. And that one run would hold up. Hill had not lost in his Gamecock career, so he worked seven innings, gave up just one hit. Uh, UNC Greensboro only sent 30 batters to the plate in this ball game, so just three over the minimum for Gamecock pitching, but the one unearned run in the third inning holds up and a big win for UNC Greensboro to salvage game three of this season opening series for both clubs. So the Gamecocks are 2-1 and one, and UNC Greensboro 1-2. and two. They are the pick to win the Southern Conference this year, so you know, pretty tough opening weekend opponent for Gamecock baseball. And South Carolina held pretty steady in the polls, the new polls that came out this week. They did drop to number six in the nation in the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association poll, but South Carolina still ranked between four and six in the country, despite the fact that they lost game three on Sunday to UNC Greensboro. So how about these weekend numbers for the Gamecock pitching staff? A 0.33 earned run average for the Gamecock staff. Just three runs allowed in three games. Only one of those runs was earned. Gamecock pitching struck out 27 batters in 27 innings. And the opponent's batting average for the weekend, just 115. And that is noteworthy because UNC Greensboro led the nation in team batting average last year at a 341 clip. And UNCG also led the nation in slugging percentage last year. And their slugging percentage in this three-game series against South Carolina, just 149. So, you know, we had felt that uh, UNC Greensboro might be able to score some runs. If they were going to have any success against the Gamecocks, it would probably be with their offense. But we also knew that pitching figured to be the strength of this Gamecock team coming into 2017. And was it ever this weekend? 27 strikeouts in 27 innings. And just three runs allowed. In fact, uh, UNCG was 10 for 86 at the plate. And they only had uh, four base runners in the game on Sunday, but found a way to win it one to nothing. So a tough luck loss, to say the least, for Adam Hill and the Gamecocks on Sunday. But all in all, a pretty productive opening weekend for Gamecock baseball. So that sets the stage for a busy week for South Carolina baseball this week. Tuesday game, 4 o'clock start against Charlotte. The 49ers took two out of three from West Virginia last weekend. So Charlotte off to a pretty good start this year. West Virginia is supposed to have a pretty good ball club. So that's a good series to open the year for the Charlotte 49ers who come to Founders Park for a 4 o'clock first pitch on Tuesday. And getting the starting nod for the Gamecocks, making his first appearance as a Gamecock is freshman right-handed pitcher Sawyer Bridges who played last year at Somerville High School and led Somerville High to the South Carolina High School Baseball State Championship. So Bridges making his first appearance in a Gamecock uniform. Again, 4 o'clock start Tuesday at Founders Park. The Gamecocks will take Wednesday off before returning to action at home against Kansas State. K-State is 3-1 and on the season. They played in the Sunshine State Classic in Osceola, Florida, over the weekend, and they lost the season opener to Ohio State, but they came back to win their last three games in that uh, Sunshine State Classic. So, in fact, they beat Ohio State in the last game of the weekend, 
So K-State comes in, winners of three in a row. They're three and one overall. And worth noting here that Kansas State is going to play four games in the state of South Carolina this week. They're going to play the Gamecocks at Founders Park on Thursday. And then K-State will move over to Lexington, South Carolina. And they're going to play three games this weekend at the Lexington Blowfish Stadium. They're going to play St. John's on Friday. And then they'll play Liberty on Saturday and they'll play Liberty again on Sunday. Again, all three games, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, will take place in Lexington, South Carolina, at the Blowfish Stadium over there in Lexington. So uh, sort of an interesting scheduling twist for the Kansas State baseball team. And then the Gamecocks will have a three-game weekend set, again at home against a Wright State team that took two out of three from Clemson last weekend, 4 o'clock first pitch Friday. 3 o'clock start on Saturday, and we'll have a 1.30 first pitch Sunday for the Gamecocks in Wright State coming up at Founders Park this weekend. So five games on tap this week for the Gamecocks, who open with nine games in the first 12 days of the season. And again, I'm Emerson Phillips. Kip Balknight had a prior commitment today, but he'll be back with us later in the week on the Gamecock Central radio podcast. And uh, Kip will be with us all season long to talk Gamecock baseball right here on Gamecock Central. Hey, we want to invite you to download the free Gamecock Central radio app. We've got this free phone app that allows you to listen to our GCR podcast on your cell phone. Uh, Anywhere you receive cell phone service, you can listen to our podcast. The app is free. Our podcasts are free. All you got to do is download the Gamecock Central Radio app that's available on the App Store and on Google Play. And then you can subscribe to our free podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services. Or you can go to radio.gamecockcentral.com. So that's going to wrap up this brief Gamecock baseball report here. South Carolina 2-1 on the year and getting ready for a 4 o'clock first pitch. Tuesday against the Charlotte 49ers. That game will be on the SEC Network Plus. Sawyer Bridges, freshman from Somerville, South Carolina, making his first appearance as a Gamecock. He'll be the starting pitcher for South Carolina against Charlotte. And then we'll have a 4 o'clock start on Thursday for the Gamecocks in Kansas State. And also a 4 o'clock first pitch Friday for the Gamecocks against Wright State. And again, it'll be a 3 o'clock first pitch Saturday and a 1.30 start time Sunday. Wright State coming in. They're out of the Horizon League. They beat Clemson 6-4 to in Game 1 of that weekend series last weekend. Clemson won Game 2 6 to nothing, But then Wright State came out and beat the Tigers 9-2 to Sunday afternoon. So Wright State coming in, playing good ball. They broke into the top 25 this week after taking 2 out of 3 from Clemson. Clemson was ranked 10th in the country uh, in one of the preseason polls. They dropped to 15th this week after losing two out of three to Wright State, and Wright State jumped in to at least one of the polls at number 25 in the nation. So pretty good series coming up this weekend and a busy week for Gamecock baseball. That's going to wrap it up for this Gamecock baseball report here on GamecockCentral.com. Again, Kip Balknight will be back with us later in the week, and he'll be with us all season long to talk Gamecock baseball. And I'm Emerson Phillips. This is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) 